Well, hello, guys. Welcome to episode seven of Coming Out Christian. I'm your host, Elsa Kurt. And uh, if this is your first time seeing the show, this is uh, this is a show for um, baby Christians. <laughs> I guess that's what what I'm going to call ourselves this week, unless you you know type in uh, in the comments section how much you hate that phrase. If you hate it, let me know. I mean, you know, I'm not like married to the uh, the, the phrase, but I did hear it recently, and I thought it was kind of cute. Um, so I'm I'm really glad that you're here. And uh, as always, if you could be a pal. And uh, hit that subscribe button if you have not yet. Make sure you uh, share the show over to, I don't know, your friends, your family, your your um, social media acquaintances, uh, anyone who you might think could get something out of this. That would be awesome if you wouldn't mind sharing. So thank you. Um, but yeah, if you hit that subscribe button, you'll um, get notified. I, I think you can hit a little bell there somewhere on there that uh, notifies you of anytime there's some new content. Um, what else? Let's see. So yeah, this is a show for baby Christians who are navigating their faith journey and uh, want some company along the road. And like me, I I would like some company along this road. And it's uh it's one one heck of an awesome journey. And I hope you're finding that as well. Um, even though yes, it's not. Uh, I just we just we're at church yesterday. Um, so by the way, I'm recording this on on Monday because you're like, wait a minute, it's Wednesday. What are you talking about? Um, I record the show on Monday share it with you on Wednesday. So I'm usually like fresh, fresh from church. And, uh, today's today's I'm fresh from church from yesterday. And, uh, you know, so he, he hit on a lot of things that I, our pastor, of course, um, hit on a lot of things that were just really spot on such a, I, I haven't been to a bad sermon yet. So I, I mean, I don't even know what I'm saying by singling this out, but again, it's always relevant, always, um, so timely. That's what always amazes me that, uh, every service hits on things that I really needed to hear, um, right then and there, or just give such clarity to things that I've been thinking about. And, uh, it's a incredible feeling. So, um, today's show, I, I wanted to talk about this one particular thing, um, that I have found out that I've learned and I'm going to, I'm going to share it with you. Um, but first let's, let's go down the the little list of, uh, things that I think, uh, this point, um, we all, we either should know, or we do know, like, I don't mean that in a condescending way, like, Oh, I'm a, I'm a more evolved baby Christian than you are. I don't mean it like that. Um, this is just some of the things that I learned very early on and that you may have also. Um, and if you haven't, you will, and I'm going to share them with you right now. So I apologize if you already know this, uh, considered a, a refresher, I guess. Um, and if you, if you don't know this, if you're like even newer than I am, you, this may help you. Um, number one, as baby Christians, we have learned very quickly, uh, that our relationship with God starts with one simple thing. And that is believing, believing that Jesus Christ is our savior, our redeemer, and that he died on the cross for our sins and he was resurrected. And that that's like the premise. That's the premise. So once you accept that, once you believe that in your heart, in your mind, and you believe it as true, um, you have now started your relationship with, with God. Isn't that incredible? I love that. Like you don't have to jump through any hoops. You don't have to sign any papers. You don't have to, uh, I don't know. You don't have to do 
any particular thing. You just simply accept his love and his grace and his mercy. And, and uh, wow. And, um, you know, as you, as we know, whosoever, whosoever comes to him and says, I believe you become a child of God. And that is wow. Right. Um, number two, super important. He is, he, Jesus is the only path to God. Um, as John 14, six says, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh to, unto the Father, but by me. Okay, so he is the way. Right there. It, he's the Savior. Oh, uh, see, and number three, okay. Uh, and yes, I did write stuff down this time because I didn't, I didn't want to miss anything. Um, I don't know. You know, sometimes I fly off the cuff. And we just go with it and we go wherever it goes. And sometimes I, I do this. So I, I know you're going to forgive me for reading my notes, right? Right. Okay, good. Uh, number three, we can never be or do good enough on our own merits or behavior or our deeds. We can never do enough, be good enough. And I know at first that sounds kind of sad, kind of awful, like, oh my God, we're never going to be good enough. Don't misunderstand. God is good. Jesus is good. He, he died for our sins. He took all of our sins. Okay. So we are forgiven. Our debt is paid because Jesus paid our debt. So you understand we can't do anything. It's already been done. And so there's the peace. There's the peace for me, at least there's the peace that comes in. Because when I first heard that, uh, when our, our pastor first talked about it, actually, I think the first time I heard that was through pastor JP, um, I, I was kind of saddened and maybe even a little bit alarmed, like, oh my God, I thought, oh my God, I thought that, um, and maybe you think this too, or have thought this too. Well, if I just, if I am more, and if I'm less, if I do. You know, I had all these thoughts going through my mind and just beating myself up. And when, when you really take that in and understand that the, the debt's been paid, it is done. Oh my goodness. And, and I've heard people and pastor, uh, pastor Kerry talked about this yesterday. Like some people will say right away, like, well, if that's, you know, if you don't have to do anything, if you don't have to strive to do anything, um, then, you know, why don't people, you know, that should basically be free license for people to be terrible. Right. And I did think that at one time I thought, you know, like, I don't understand. And this relates back to when my only basis of any understanding, uh, was through Catholicism. And, you know, so you'd go to confession, you'd confess all your sins. He'd tell you to do a bunch of Hail Marys or something. And, um, and like, you're forgiven for everything that always bothered me because I thought exactly that, like, oh my gosh, so you can do awful, terrible things, go to church and just say, sorry, and you get a fresh start. And I thought that was kind of crazy. Now I have a better understanding of it, um, it, through the lens of Christianity, through truly being a believer and a follower of Christ, I understand now, and you probably do too. So I apologize if I'm like preaching to the choir. Um, but you probably have this understanding now that it doesn't make you feel like you can do whatever you want 
and get away with it because you're just going to get forgiven. It makes you strive. It makes you want um, to to be better. You know, you're never going to be as good. We're never going to be perfect. And I and I want to talk about that a little bit in a second. But it makes um, you feel. I'll tell you how it makes me feel. I shouldn't speak for anybody else. It makes me feel so humbled and grateful that I want to do and be good. I want to be better. Um, so the opposite is actually true of how it makes you feel when you truly and pull that into your heart. Um, and I, I mentioned the thing about perfection, you know, the striving for perfection. And that was like one of my oh, biggest, it still is an issue. Um, one of my biggest problems, <laughs> I got plenty, trust me, but that has been, you know, one of the things that I think has held me back so much from so much, um, and made me so self-destructive internally. You know, I don't think I really do anything outwardly self-destructive, um, but just beating yourself on the inside and, and maybe you can relate to this. Um, and maybe you didn't even know that you related to this, but if you think about it, you might, I, it's so funny to say this because my idea of what I thought a perfectionist was and what a perfectionist really is, is, was two very different things. You know, my idea of a perfectionist was at one point, like somebody who is per perfect, who looks perfect all the time, who says all the right things all the time. And, and, you know, the reality is a perfectionist is just the opposite. They, they're just, well, I mean, first of all, they're just like everybody else. And how do I know this? Because I'm, I am a recovering perfectionist and, you know, and, and let me just give you like a, I guess it's like an example. Um, my perfectionism, my desire to do and be perfect, um, pushed me so far that I would actually simply, I would not do things. Uh, for example, I come from a tennis family and, uh, really good. My brother is a phenomenal tennis player. Um, my grandfather, you know, almost the whole family, everybody played tennis, uh, great tennis players. Um, I think I was a pretty good tennis player too. Now, if I'm being objective and fair to myself, I was, I was a good tennis player. I, was, I don't think, I don't know if I was great. Maybe I had potential for greatness, but my problem was I wasn't automatically great. I wasn't better than everybody else. And instead of being like a normal person and, you know, trying harder and, and learning the craft, I actually took it to the opposite extreme. Like, well, I'm not going to do it. If I can't be the best at it and I'm not doing it, it was very petty, very childish and stupid. Um, but you know, those are the kind of things that I would do, you know, just ex extreme things, uh, you know, extreme internal berating and beating myself up for minor mistakes, little things that things that are like out of your control, like, you know, tripping over something that you didn't see. And I would dwell on that for years, years. I would dwell on that. All of a sudden I would just suddenly think of it. Like, Oh, remember that time that you tripped over thin air and people looked at you? Oh, I mean, just really dumb, dumb things like that. But, you know, it carries over into a much larger sense that it can be um, kind of crippling, you know, and, uh, you know, that that's some that's just something that for whatever reason is a part of my DNA that I have to fight that stupidness all of the time. And the biggest thing that has helped me in fighting that is realizing. And I don't mean just like surface realizing things. I mean, that deep realization that changes you in your core, that the 
creator of the universe. The creator of the universe loves me exactly the way that I am. Unconditionally. That to me is life-changing. And what a surprise. I'm getting teary because, yeah, get used to it. You're already used to it. I know. I'm sorry. You're used to it. You're fully used to it. We go through this, I don't know, every other episode probably, but I'm I'm cool. I got it under control. Um, so yeah. So all of the things that you think that you need to do and be and achieve, uh, all of this stuff, that's all like fringe. It's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Focus on what you know, and that is you are loved beyond measure. So it should humble you and embolden you, right? It just, I, for me, it has changed my entire outlook on everything. And believe me, I am a constant work in progress. I mean, we just said, you know, we, we can never do or be good enough. And instead of that being a source of frustration or disappointment, um, it is a relief. It is a relief. It is a relief of a burden that has weighed heavily, you know, and um, yeah, so that's a great feeling. So those are the things that um, I, I feel like we all basically know, right? as baby Christians. It's like, that's the stuff that we basically know. So I want to share with you the, uh, the thing that I know that you might not know yet. And maybe you didn't know those other things, but this is the thing. This is the thing that this episode is about. So, um, here's the thing that I know. I know what church is supposed to feel like. Okay. I'll, I'll explain. When we found our church, uh, so we have been going now for uh, just over just over two months, I think it is. It might be just at two months or just over two months. It's, it's right around there. We are getting baptized at the end of the month, by the way. That's a, a side note. And I am beyond excited. And of course, I will share that picture with you um, afterwards. Uh, I'm, I'm just I, pausing for a second just to soak that in for a minute. So I'm really excited about that, but that's besides the point. Um, but when we found our church, it was uh, almost bizarrely easy for us. Uh, we literally, so I'll tell you very quickly what happened. I had been watching church online, Pastor JP, and it, you know, and I one of the things that he had said about finding your church and being part of that church community, how important and valuable it is. And, you know, it hit me then, you know, that, okay, I need to find us a physical church, you know, a church to go to in our area. And um, so I found one very close by that sounded like it fit the bill. I didn't know anything about it. I don't know anybody that goes there, um, but it looked on paper or on computer like it might be right. So I had planned for us to go that coming Sunday. And, um, in the meantime, um, I was scrolling Facebook and I saw a post from an acquaintance and I think I may have kind of told you the story once before, so I'll make it super quick, uh, for anybody who didn't know this story already, uh, saw a post from uh, an acquaintance and it was of her being baptized at her church, which is now our church. And I saw in something right away made me go, that's the one that's what I just, my heart, I that's the one, but I had to confirm it, you know, because I, I'm, I can be a little 
impulsive, fast choice making, fast decision making is the nicer way to put that. And uh, I, so I messaged her and I said, could you tell me about your church and how you feel about it and all that stuff? And so she responded like right away, she's a sweet, sweet woman, wonderful woman, and told me, you know, all about her church. And I said, yeah, that's, that's the one. I feel it. That's the one. So we went the, that instead of going to the one I originally had planned to go to, we went to this church, my church. And um, within minutes, um, within minutes, I just, I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew. Now, mind you, I, before this, before stepping into the church, I've been watching so many um, Christian related things, um, podcast, um, online church, um, reading the Bible, all of these things. And I was already getting this good um, baby sense of discernment. Um, and so I like to think that that was, you know, part of what was at play that I could recognize that this was the church, uh, that was right for us and that had the right teaching, the right value. So, so, um, and it's funny because a lot of people that I've met have when I tell them that they're like, Oh, I knew we knew right away. Like the first church that we went to, we knew this was the one. And I've had several people go, you're kidding your first church. You're so lucky that that happened, you know, because they'll say that they, you know, have either yet to find the church that they feel they belong at, or um, they've went through several churches before they finally found the right one and all of those things. And so, yeah, so I feel very um, incredibly grateful that it was that easy for us Um so, yeah, so part of the reasons would be what I said, you know, a lot of, lot of preparation for that experience so that I knew, at least I felt that I knew I would recognize that we were in the right place. And that's what happened. So we were very lucky. And that's kind of like my way of determining a lot of things. Like I first, I started off with thinking about the things that I don't want. And that was the same thing. I knew what I didn't want from church. I didn't want the, um, I didn't want the Joel Osteen experience. And nothing against him, honestly. I mean, I know there are people with a lot of strong feelings about him, negative, and there are people with positive, whatever. I'm actually neutral, to be honest with you. Uh, I understand both sides. Um, but I didn't want that type of church because I didn't want, I don't want a motivational speaker sprinkled in with, um, you know, little bits of scripture. You know, it's not what I want. I didn't want a motivational speaker. And I feel that Joel Osteen in a lot of ways is basically a motivational speaker. They call him, um, my pastor yesterday just called them, uh, what is it? Health, wealth and wealth and prosperity pastors who just tell you, if you do this enough and you do that enough, you know, you're going to get to, going to get to God that way. And there's, and we'll talk about that. Um, but I knew I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted the truth. I wanted real scripture. I wanted the real, I wanted the word of the Bible and I want it presented in a way that helps me develop my relationship with God, because that is what Christianity is. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God, right? We know that. Um, so I, I knew what I didn't want, didn't want the, the Joel Osteen experience. I wanted the real deal. So again, no offense to anybody who loves him. If you get what you need out of them, I, I don't, here's why I don't have a problem with that. Uh, it, it's because, cause I know people will feel very strongly that he, he's not good. My feeling is if something brings anyone closer to exploring their relationship with 
God, um, there's good in it, right? So um, just, you know, discernment, discernment, discernment is a big deal. So there's all that. So we start with that. Um, you start with what you don't want, and then you move on to what you do want, which obviously, uh, as I explained, that's what I did. I just didn't want to go in and just have like that feel, everything feels good experience. And don't get me wrong. I love that part of church. I love, I have never left church without feeling so fulfilled and hopeful and, uh, oh, just armed for the day and the week ahead. Um, so I do get that no matter what the sermon is about. Um, I leave there feeling just fulfilled as I guess that's the best way I can put it. So I, I would say like the best way to determine if you're in the right church or not is to, uh, listen for those key statements. You know, if you're being told that your path to God involves or requires you to do certain things, certain acts or certain steps in order to get to God, um, that right there is probably a red flag because, you know, we talked right in the beginning, right in the very first couple of minutes. That's what we talked about, you know, how to start uh, a relationship with God. And that is to believe. And, um, you know, so if they're telling you something different than that, if they're telling you to, you got to do these steps and do these things in order to uh, achieve or acquire or gains God, gain God's uh, love and acceptance of you, that right there, biggest red flag, like get up and walk out. <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess I don't know if you have to be that rude, but yeah, no, you probably should. Yeah, no, you probably should just get up and walk out. Yeah. And uh, second of all, and I know there are going to be people that don't like this. And this is, you know, probably also the same people that either avoid church or stop going to church when they start hearing things that they don't want to hear, or they don't like, or they don't want to be true. Um, a re real Christianity and a true Christian pastor is not going to bend the word of the Bible to fit society, uh, to fit modern culture uh, to fit your feelings. It's not, it's not like that. It's not going to be that. So if you're going in, I, you know, I guess that's kind of two part one. If you're one, if you're going in, um, with that expectation and that hope, uh, that's probably not a good mindset. Um, but if you're going into a church that that is their mindset and their belief system, it's just, you know, I mean, it's just not real Christianity. So, yeah. So you're going to hear things that you don't necessarily like, that you don't want to be true. Um, but real Christianity, a real Christian pastor is not going to, he's not going to sugarcoat anything for you. Uh, he's certainly going to give you the hope in what you're hearing and what you're learning. And that just happened yesterday. You know, we're, we're in a, a hard, um, sad part of the Bible. Um, you know, this is where we're talking about you know, Jesus is, is, you know, hours away from um, going up on the cross and he's uh, going to be betrayed. And, you know, so many things are about to happen in this part. And it's hard. It's hard. It's sad. And it brings you down and makes you sad and weighted. And, um, you know, but you don't leave there without 
the hope. So, you know, so that's the deal. You're, you're going to get the truth um, of Christianity and the Bible, of course. So those are the things you want to look for. So, yeah, I think that kind of, did I get it all? Did I miss anything? Let's see. There's probably something I'm, I, I'm a much better uh, writer than I am speaker. So I don't really know why I have the audacity to do a podcast, (laughs) but I do. And I am. So here we go. So I hope that helps you if you are someone who is in the process or maybe about to be going through the steps or the process of looking for a church in your community, in your area. And, you you know, you may have to go to another town. We go, actually, our our church is in another town. Not a big deal. Um, It's totally fine. And I know actually a lot of people that we've met and talked to from church are from all different areas, which is uh, is probably a really good testament for that church that people are willing to travel and, uh, you know, go out of their way to to be there. And uh, I like I said uh, earlier, I will make sure that I put in the notes, uh, the links to both of their um, YouTube pages so that you can watch along so you don't have to miss out. And it's actually um, if you're like me. If you are a really hardcore introvert and um, it, it you need some time to build up to this, it's totally fine. Like, I think I was watching church online for probably a month, maybe two months before I, I finally hit me uh, that you got to find it's time. It's time. And you'll know when it's time for you. So don't don't panic. Don't feel like if you're not going to church that you're a bad Christian or you're doing anything wrong. You're not, you're fine. It's okay. Um, But I definitely encourage you to find a local church to belong to and go to. And don't be disappointed if your experience wasn't the same thing as mine, that you, it takes you a couple tries, a couple different churches to find your home. That's totally fine. Um, It was just, um, you know, it was just a series of circumstances that made this happen the way that it did for us. And, uh, you know, Uh, We're very fortunate, I know that much, to have found our home so easily and quickly. And I hope that's, I do hope that's the case for you. Um, But don't be, don't be uh, disheartened if it's, if it's not, it's totally normal for that to happen. Um, Sometimes it just takes time. Um, But when you find it, when you find it, you're going to be so happy that you did. Uh, This has been, boy, I know I'm being so repetitive here. I'm sorry. This has been such an incredible experience that I just want it for everybody. I want this experience for everyone. Um, yes, I know. I know that's not the way things work, but that's okay. So listen, guys, I, uh, appreciate you so much for hanging in here with me and I hope you get something out of this. Uh, be a big bummer if you sat through the whole thing and you got nothing out of it. So tell me you got something good out of this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, That would be great. And once again, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. We will see you guys in the next episode. Don't forget to leave some comments too, and tell me what you think. Okay. See you soon.